Hi, and welcome to the For Us podcast. I'm your host, Nandini Venudia. This is a self-care podcast for the next generation of leaders, change makers, and people who are passionate about themselves. Here, we learn how to apply self-care tools into our daily lives. We're all learning and growing, so let's do it together. This podcast is not just for you, not just for me, but for us, for all of us. Hi guys, and welcome back to the For Us podcast. I hope you had a good week, and I hope that you have decided to start this new week with good intentions and positive vibes and all things self-care. So, let's get into today's episode. Also, I hope you guys are going to watch the Super Bowl. I'm really excited for the Super Bowl, just as a side note. I I love to watch football. I don't know so much about play it, but... I definitely like to watch it, and I am excited for the halftime show as well. So that is what I'm doing today. I'm really excited for that. Hope you guys are too. Anyways, let's get into today's episode. So today I wanted to talk about, I guess like, I don't know how to explain this, but really just getting off of your phone in general. I know I've done episodes on like social media before, But I feel like, I don't know, that was like, that was the beginning of like my podcasting. I don't feel like I explained those episodes the best I could. But I want to talk in general just about like getting off of your phone, specifically not just social media, but like your phone and just like how this kind of new technology has impacted us as a generation and how that ties into self-care. But before we do that, let's talk about the three things that I'm grateful for today. So number one... I am grateful for, I don't, I say this one a lot, but this is something that's really important to me, and that's why I keep saying it. Um, number one is, I guess, my, like, supportive community, and that includes, like, my family and, like, my close friends, and I'm really grateful that I have that because I know some people don't, and I'm really appreciative of the fact that I can, I can rely on these people if I need some advice or, you know, something like that, and they have my best interests at heart so I'm really grateful for for those people who are in like my close circle who will always be there to support me number two um I am grateful for my violin um I started playing violin a couple years ago I think maybe it's like three or four years ago I don't remember the exact time and I took lessons for a little while I joined my school orchestra for a little bit but then I quit both but I still continue to play and I feel like violin is such like a unique instrument because it's just so, it's so beautiful. There's a certain like just grace and beauty about the violin itself. And I just, I love playing the violin. I played the piano like when I was younger, but there's just something about the violin that's like really different. And yeah, I think I'm not a super musical person, but I think violin is my connection to music, at least in the sense of like playing music. I, I listen to music all the time, but playing music is that's that's my violin. And number three, I am really grateful for I I don't know how to say this because I don't know, this one's a little weird, but I'm grateful for my little space in my room. And like 
I I share my room, so I have this like little space that's just my little corner of the room with my bed and my dresser. And it's just like my cute little aesthetic space. And I'm just I, I love that space so much. And in that space I've experienced so many things. Like I felt so many emotions. I've been really happy, really sad. You know, just it's that's my space. And having that space to just be absolutely myself is I think why I love that little corner of my room so much because that is where I am truly me and I love it was a little weird I haven't done that I haven't like I don't know it's still I, I don't know how to say it but if you get what I'm saying you know what I'm saying so there will be some of you out there who do get what I'm saying so let's move on to the episode so like I said before today I wanted to talk about just like getting off of your phone and I want this one to be like I kind of want to talk a little bit about like myself personally and like my experience with my phone and stuff and hopefully that will like inspire you to also I guess kind of reevaluate your relationship with your phone and I say this because like I know it sounds weird but like we all do have a relationship with the technology around us and specifically our phones because Today we're, like, in today's society, like, phones are such a big part of it. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing because, you know, phones, technology, and all this kind of stuff is really important. But at the same time, we have to use it in moderation. And it's so easy to get addicted to it. And it's also so easy to think of it as a totally negative thing. And I don't think it's a totally negative thing. And I don't think it's a great thing either. I think it's, I think it's a tool. And we need to use it as a tool rather than use it as everything right we tend to think that our phones should be everything when they're not everything and they're not nothing I don't know this is such a confusing topic but today I do want to go into my personal I guess journey with using social media and technology and my phone and all that kind of stuff so hopefully that will inspire you like I said before to I guess kind of look at the relationship you have with your phone a little bit differently and see how you can grow as a person and in a way that helps you to use your phone as a tool rather than something that is using you and let's get into it so the first thing I want to talk about is I kind of want to explain like I guess my own journey with my phone um I got my phone, I think, when I was, like, I think I was 10 or 11 when I got my phone. It was, like, an old, I think, like, iPhone 6 or 7. Um, And then, yeah, I had that. I didn't really have any social media at that point. Not even, like, I didn't have Snapchat or, like, Instagram or even Pinterest at that time. I don't know if Pinterest is considered social media, but I I didn't really have any of those apps at that time. It was mainly just, like, so I could text my friends or, like, call my friends or whatever. And that's what I used it for at that time. I think when you first get your phone, you're more just, like, in awe or shocked that you actually, like, have a phone. And you just want to, like, do cool stuff on it. And I think that, I don't, I don't know, I don't remember the first time, like, I don't remember that first feeling of, like, you know, I have a phone now. What am I going to do when that kind of thing? But I think... There is a certain feeling that you get when you're like, oh my gosh, I have a phone now. I feel so grown up. That's definitely how I felt when I had it. I think, you know, you just feel like grown up and cool. So, 
that was that. And then I think I got Pinterest, I think it was my quote unquote first social media app. And I don't know, like, I don't know about Pinterest. It's it's a cool app. And I think my problem for me was that I did, like, I think when I was like 11 and 12, I did get addicted to it. I'm not going to lie. I did get addicted to it. Um, I would be on it for like hours on end. And I don't know why. It's just like, I don't know. I just, I just liked going on Pinterest and that wasn't healthy for me, especially as like a 12 year old. And you're just going through Pinterest, looking at these like aesthetic, I don't know, bedroom ideas, anything that you're going on for hours on end on your phone usually isn't healthy. And especially not scrolling on Pinterest for hours and hours. So that was that. And then I think I, I tried to put app limits on my phone and I want to talk about app, app, app limits, uh, app limits a little bit later. Um, but app limits didn't really help me because I would just keep putting the ignore limit for today button. And then later on, um, like my dad did parental controls. And so I have like a limit for that now. And that actually really helps me personally. I feel like that helps me because obviously you can't, I mean, I'm sure some people have hacks out there and all this kind of crazy stuff, but I, I'm glad I have the app limits, especially on social media, because that, you know, helps me to just kind of understand that I have to use these apps in moderation. And I think, you know, when those parental controls eventually get taken off, I will still, I I hope I will still have that kind of sense of limit on those apps. You know, even if I'm not forced to have a limit, I hope that I will still be able to keep that like, like, I guess in myself, keep that limit. Um, but yeah, later on, I got more social media and yeah, and I still have those parental limits on them more because I want to keep them there for my own benefits than anything. I'm glad I have those limits, like I said before, because I feel like they just keep me grounded because otherwise I just go on social media for hours and hours and hours and, you know, waste all that time. And I think a lot of times what happens is we, we often blame the social media for getting us sucked into it like we're like oh my god i just sat down i was scrolling on instagram but i ended up doing it for hours like oh my gosh why does this app have to be so addicting and i get that like a lot of times we just sit there scrolling and we just keep on scrolling and scrolling scrolling. there's no end to it but part of it is also us and our lack of self-control and i get that but then you also can't blame other people and other things for that wasted time and I think what we can do for that to grow and to gain more self-control over things like social media and just technology in general is I guess to be a lot more present and aware of what you're doing and I think setting app limits will actually help you and enforcing them even if they're not parental controls or whatever it is because we're all in different situations right now but you can set your own limits on your phone and I guess doing that and like actually following through with it makes a difference and just practicing that gives you a lot more self-control and it'll it'll help you I promise so maybe something that maybe that's something that you could start doing is having app limits I know that that will really help especially if you stay true to it if you like stick through with it that will be really good for you the next thing I want to talk about is like screen time now for me Obviously, I go to school. I'm. I actually like to leave my phone at home when I'm at school because I like to keep that distinction. Like, obviously, sometimes like if I have a field trip or whatever it is, like whatever the situation is, that's different. But like on a day to day school day, 
I don't bring my phone to school right now. I'm I'm literally in eighth grade, so I think next year when I go into high school, I'll probably start bringing it just because high school is a little different. But up until now, I haven't brought my phone to school. And I think for me, that works a little bit better because, you know, that way during lunch, I don't go on my phone. I'll just like read a book while I eat or talk to my friends or whatever it is. It's like I try to stay off as much as I can, especially during the school day. Like I don't have with me during the school day, so it's not such a such a distraction for me. But I think that also contributes to when I come home, I really want to go on social media and just like scroll, do like my new text messages, all like my notifications, all that kind of stuff. But I feel like I've been practicing a good amount of self-control over it lately, especially with my social media app limits. Those have been helping me a lot too. Um, now I'm going to talk about, I guess, like my screen time and how I guess I try to balance that out. So screen time for me is important and I like to try to stick to below an hour and 30 minutes every day on my phone. Um, sometimes it's hard, especially if I like call my friends to like do homework or something, but I really try to stick to that because think about it, we have 24 hours in a day. Let's say your screen time is over two hours a day. That means you have just lost two hours of your day, and now you have 22 hours in a day. 22 hours instead of 24. Think about that for a second. Like, the amount of time we just go and just, I guess, do pointless stuff on our phones is insane. Like, I get it. Our phones are supposed to be, like, when you're using it for, like, good things, like, texting I don't know your friends for like homework or calling to study or something important and productive that benefits both of you that's something entirely different but if you're spending two hours scrolling on TikTok scrolling through Instagram just I don't know whatever it is think about how you're using your time think about those 24 hours in a day that you have and something that I always like to tell myself is like if I do catch myself wanting to scroll through social media and just like be in that kind of lazy mode the one thing I tell myself is what else would a productive person be doing right now what could what is a productive person doing right now that's what I ask myself and even if I feel lazy and unmotivated I will get off of my phone and I will just even if it just is something like meditating or journaling Doing something else is better than scrolling through social media and just worthlessly being on your phone. And I know some people argue that, oh, you know, it's okay to have those lazy days and just scroll on your phone all day. I agree that it's fine to have lazy days, but on those lazy days, you can still be doing something that's good for you. Something that doesn't take much energy, but it's good for you. Journaling, meditating. Um, taking a bath and reading a book or watching your favorite show. Something like that is always better than just going on your phone for worthless reasons and just scrolling through social media, especially social media that is going to make you feel insecure, like places like Instagram and things like that where you follow people who make you feel bad about yourself. Like, Look at what you're doing to yourself just from that. And 
a lot of times people feel guilty after they've just been sitting on their phone for hours and hours. They're like, oh my god, why did I do that? This and this and this. Uh, I remember, like, even now, like, if I do that, I still feel really guilty after. But what I tell myself is, like, when when I'm tempted to go on my phone for hours on end, what I tell myself is, how did you feel last time you did that? You felt really guilty after. And I hate the feeling of guilt. I don't know why, but I think I, I just don't like to feel guilty. And that's what I tell myself. I tell myself, do you really want to feel that guilty again after you get off of this what three hour long period of just scrolling on your phone how are you going to feel after that and just remembering that feeling I guess keeps me away from from being on the phone for at least a little bit and that helps me that really helps me just to I just kind of know that and distance myself a little bit from it helps a lot and obviously, one thing I'm going to say here is that obviously everyone's situation with their phone is different. Like some people do work on their phones or will like take work calls or whatever it is. So obviously know your own personal, I guess, relationship with your phone and understand what that is at that point. Because like, you know, everyone's situation is different. So I guess kind of find your like what you want your, I guess, kind of average to be and how you want to deal with that. But like. I feel like as a society, as a whole, we should work on that whole, like, technology aspect of it. Just because it is, like, like technology is such a huge part of our lives. And it's impossible to completely cut it out at this point. I don't think we should cut out our phones because they're such useful tools for all of these cool, you know, things that we have. But I think we need to moderate it and we need to understand how we can use it in a way that's beneficial to us. I think mainly this episode I focused on, like, you know, those periods of time when we just sit and scroll through, like, TikTok for, like, hours and hours and hours. I think that was the main focus of this episode. But I think just in general, with the whole phone situation, you need to find your own balance and find out where it works for you. Because, like, for some people I know, like, what helps them is, like, just deleting an app. Like, honestly, I never had TikTok. I don't, I don't, from from my friends, all these other people that have it, I feel like I don't need it. I feel like it's going to be such a distraction for me. So that's why I don't have it, right? So I guess kind of filtering through what you need and what you don't need also helps a lot. And to have as few apps as possible as you can helps. But again, it's like cutting out all of these apps entirely is not is not reasonable, it's not logical, like, you have to do what works for you in the situation, but you have to be honest with yourself, I think with the phone and technology, that's one of the things we're huge suckers for as people, and especially, like, if you're younger, this is harder for us than anyone, I think, and you have to actually do what is best for you, even if you feel like you don't want to do it, it's like, it's like studying, right? It's like you don't want to study. You really don't want to. But you know it's going to help you get a good grade and you want that good grade. Same thing here. It's like you know being on your phone for hours on end is not a good thing. But it feels good. But then afterwards you feel guilty. So you have to, in those moments of like motivation and productivity, you have to understand. You have to force yourself. I'm not going to ruin this moment of productivity and motivation by going on my phone. Like... 
you have to be firm with yourself and you have to have that self-control. Self-control is one of the biggest things here. And I'm still struggling with that. Like still, I go on my phone and I'll use up all of like the time I have for like my social media apps. I'll be like, oh man, why did I do that? Or whatever. And like, I think now I understand how much self-control you have to have. And I think I'm still working on that as a person as well. And I hope that at some point I will just be able to just use my phone completely as a tool and not as a distraction because I still get distracted by it. Um, But that is something I'm really trying to work on. And I hope you guys learned something from this episode. It was a little bit all over the place. I know I I was a little bit all, all over the place with this episode. But I think some of the main takeaways from this are number one, understand your relationship with your phone and see like where you're at like i would say i guess kind of understand where you want to be like set your goals for your phone like i don't know do you i guess maybe like a screen time goal would help but sometimes those are a little bit i guess they're a little bit i don't know those can be a little bit daunting so Find out how you want to set your goal for yourself and how that will work for you. Um, The next thing is I would say try implementing app limits and sticking to those. Self-control is a huge part of this, like I said before. So make sure you you work on that as well, self-control. And I think the third main takeaway from this is work. Work toward it. This is going to be hard. And this is, you're, you're going to want to be on your phone so bad, or at least your mind is going to be telling you that. But do what is best for you and maintain that self-control that you have and work on it. Because I know that you can do this. If I can do it, you can do it. Trust me. I believe in you guys. I know that we can, we get distracted by our phones, we get distracted by social media and all this stuff. But if we can block out those distractions and use our phones as tools to help us and to just to to become something that is truly truly a tool more than anything that's for what we want our phones to be thank you guys so much for listening and as always let's end with a quote now i was trying to look for some like cool cutesy quotes but i think a lot of times for me are the deep, inspiring quotes that actually make me feel motivated and want to do something. All right, here we go. Success seems to be connected with action. Successful people keep moving. They make mistakes, mistakes, but they don't quit. Conrad Hilton. Guys, that's such an awesome quote to me. Like, that, I feel like we can also connect that with what we've been talking about today. Like, you know, we're, are we're working towards, I guess, being better with our phones and our relationship with our phones. And even if you do hit some bumps in the road and you give in to those hours sitting on your bed, scrolling through social media, just because you do that one or two times doesn't mean that you are never gonna get you're never gonna reach your goal. It just means that you're working on it and don't quit, guys. Come on. I believe in you guys. We can do this. We can We can reframe our relationships with our phones and become better people for it. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I will see you next week. Hey, and thanks for listening to today's episode of the For Us podcast. I hope you really enjoyed it. 
stay tuned for next week's episode. Remember, share this podcast with friends and family who think will benefit from the information and stories we're sharing here at The Forest Podcast. You can contact me at lowercase, all lowercase, for us podcast 108 at gmail.com. Again, that's for us podcast 108 at gmail.com. Thank you for listening and see you next time.